Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Fact, Fiction or Bullshit. Or for all my new listeners out there, the FFB podcast for short. Hi, my name is PJ, and every episode will delve into the unknown to look at history, the facts, the theories and conspiracies, then ultimately decide fact, fiction or bullshit. I'm about to go back into the creepypasta world for you ladies, gents and people. It's a story that, when I read it, really resonated within me. The pop culture, the friendship, the coming of age sort of stuff that you only see in the movies. We've all been there, right? Making friends at school. They're my best friend. And you hear that so often. God, ladies, gents and people, I've said it myself. But truth be told, it never lasts forever. And I've been in that situation myself as well. You move up a level, from primary school to secondary school, or high school in the US, and then you say the same thing again. And for the next five to six years, you spend your lives around each other, never looking into the future. You don't need to. These are your best friends. You spend every spare hour of every spare day around these people. Great times. However, it's not until later on in life you look back and realise at certain times you went out, you were your BMX, you went arcade, you went to play football, you went to McDonald's. And you look back at it and realised that was the last time you'd ever experience anything like that again with your friends. Then life happens and these sorts of things follow you through life. Now it's not school, it's work. And ladies, gents and people, I've had people get upset with me when I hear them say that if you ever left work, we would still be great friends. In reality, we all know that's not the case. And that's when they get upset when I tell them that's just not the reality. This is life, people. It happens. Take the experience and the moments and enjoy it all, as it will not last forever. That's not to say that friendships from infant to pensioner don't occur. Of course they do. It's just not as much as you would like. Which now leads me on to this story, and I found this whilst roaming around the creepypasta world. It was the spring of 1993, and me and Plum were riding through the forest on our BMXs. His was totally beautiful. It was a rally BMX with a blue frame and yellow mag wheels. Everything matched. Mine was a bit of everything. Spoked wheel at the front, mag at the back. I was happy as I'd always wanted one. My handlebars did not match the colour of my frame and I had one brake that sometimes didn't work. I didn't mind though, I was with my friend. My best friend. However, we were completely different. He was tall, I was short. His family were rich and mine were poor. When I say poor, we just couldn't afford everything. We liked different things. But to me, because we both liked different things, this is what made our friendship even more stronger. I remember the first day I met Plum. He spoke to me like he'd known me forever. We were four, maybe five years of age. And I knew then straight away that we would be friends. And we were right through primary school, and we were even lucky enough to be placed in the same class at secondary school. 
We come from different backgrounds. We were completely different in every single way. Yet we were the same. We were brothers. We'd been together that long that we didn't view ourselves as friends anymore. And that's not to say in a bad way. We did not see ourselves as friends anymore because we knew we were brothers. We bounced off each other. We'd done everything together. Out on our BMXs, swimming, playing arcade. We even played on the same football team together. And we also played Super Nintendo, which we both enjoyed. Then we'd actually be working together. <laughs> yes, he got me what I'd consider my first ever job. How can I put this guy into perspective? I was the oldest of seven siblings, but even though we were the same age, I considered him to be my older brother. He done what at the time I considered older brothers to do. He offered advice and kind of told me the rights from the wrongs, even though more often than not we crossed the wrong line. He told me the way of life of where we lived, who to stay away from, who you should avoid. I even remember in the playground when we were playing football, a guy two years above us barged into me and left me on the floor. Plum come straight over and went to blows. And he went to blows even though he knew he would not get the better of this guy. Like I said, he was the older brother I never knew I needed or had. That lunchtime, we ate and reflected at what had gone on. We even recited a rap song that he liked. Needless to say, I was terrible. Plum just laughed. That's when I asked him, Why do you think we're friends? You do everything for me, yet I don't seem to do an awful lot for you. He sat and ate, and for a moment in silence, and then he spoke. You're fearless, brave. You have everything against you, yet you don't stop. If someone tells you you can't, and you'd be silly to try, because you'd be awful at it, this simply spurs you on, and it further pushes you to do it. If I could even be half as great as you, I would be a great person. We headed through the forest with Plum on his plush BMX bike and me on my beat up bits from everywhere BMX and I heard him shout, you want to come over to mine, play some Street Fire? I was like, yeah, sure. I always liked going to Plum's. To be honest, I more than liked it. I loved it. He had all the latest toys and as I've said, the most stunning BMX ever. He also had a Super Nintendo. When we got there, he took me straight into the kitchen. He opened the fridge door and was like, help yourself. I grabbed a can of drink and a chocolate bar off the side and I went to go upstairs to his room. And I heard, no way. Please, really, help yourself to anything. I was shocked and he not only grabbed a few chocolate bars off the side, but in fact, the lot. If you don't eat them all, take them home and enjoy later. Like I said, Plum was an amazing guy. We played Street Fighter 2 all day. And Plum was a bit of an oddity in my eyes. For me, it was Ryu or Ken all day long. But for some reason, he always used to go for Blanca or Dalsine. I just think he used to feel at ease with not going with the norm. Like I said, we played for a few hours. Music was good. And as usual, me and Plum had a great time. It was just like almost every time we had at his house. I said to him, one more for the road? Meaning the game, of course. And he said, yeah, why not? I've beaten you every game so far. In truth, he was right. 
But the thing about Plum was, he never bragged, he never rubbed your nose in it. And even though he had everything, he always shared with me. So I pressed the start button and we played. He won the first round, then I had a second. I looked at him and I was like, wow, I actually won a round. And in fact, I said it. Plum just smiled. The third round come and I played the best game I could. And I could not believe it when I'd won. I don't know who was happier, me or him. But that's what friendship is. You want the best for each other. The time come and I said, I have to go now. Plum looked upset. I was like, you know I'll be round next weekend too. He smiled and said, I know. But I'm not going to let you ride home alone. He was protective like that. I said I was brave and I was like, you don't need to. But when Plum said he was going to do something, he would no matter what. We were riding through the forest, laughing and joking like we were having the best time of our lives. And then we come to a split in the trail. I heard him say, not to the left bro, we go right. Why Plum? That's the quicker way home. There was a terrible accident there a few months ago and the trail is blocked. We went right and ended up going all the way through the forest until we made it to the cemetery. We both got off our bikes. We opened the gate. We started walking through. The moonlight shined. And Plum asked me, what do you want to be when you're older? I walked in silence as I thought. And then I replied, to be as good as friend and brother as you are to me. A tear come into his eye. Then I see him glance behind me. I look back. I see a gravestone with my name on. My date of birth, followed by the day I died. I look back at him. He said, you've been visiting me every weekend since you passed. And this is how it ends every time. So why not just ask me to leave and not come back, I asked. Because you're my best friend, he answered. This creepypasta story was written, produced and told by PJ. Never take friends for granted. But also never take the fact that you assume that they're going to be there forever. Life takes over. Situations change. People have families. For me, true friends are the ones you've known all your lives. You don't speak anymore. But you both appreciate life and the fact that it does not go the way it's supposed to. But you know, they'll always be there for you. And when you meet again for the first time in say 5, 10 or 15 years, it will be like you've never been away from each other. Wow, what an episode. You know me, ladies and gentlemen, people. I'm always up for trying and experiment with something new. And rather than reading someone else's creepypasta, I thought I'd write my own. I'd like to know what everyone thought of it. I will be asking certain people. And whether or not you'd like to hear more of it. Because I've got a few more that I've started writing. So, ladies and gentlemen, people. Look after yourselves and each other. And until next time.